now about to witness the strength of knowledge. This is Steve Dace. Raising a banner of bold colors, no pale pastels. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Our rights are inherent and essential, derived from our maker. That is liberty, and liberty will reign in America. This is Steve Dace. Greetings, welcome to the Steve Day Show podcast. Free again, free at last, free at last. Thanks to CRTV, we are free at last. Back here, available for all on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Day Show. Someone emailed me the other day. I said, love that the love that it's free. Because you know, listen, I get human nature, right? We're all we're all like this. If you give a mouse a cookie, we're all like this, right? I love the podcast is free, but it's like 25 minutes, man. I got three hours before. Well, first of all, before I was getting paid to give you three hours. I'm actually getting paid to do a TV show. We're the ones that volunteered to do this extra originally. Because we knew a lot of our listeners were used to getting a podcast, not watching a show. And so we wanted to make this available in that format. So we actually agreed to take on extra work for not a nickel more of compensation than what we were being given to do a television show for just because we care about you. You're a giver. I'm you a, want I'm, some more? And I'm not a selfish lover. I think you guys know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Put this thing back behind the paywall <laughs> now. Forthwith. <laughs> Steve's an easy love. No. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's a, a different be- day than yesterday, it's isn't it? It's a song it? before your, well before your time, young man. Oh, man. Well before your time. I grew up on classical music and oldies 93.3 KIOA. He called that oldies. Phil Collins is oldies. Phil Collins Coldplay the, is oldies now. Phil Collins and the guy Coldplay. from Earth, Wind, and Fire is is oldies now, Todd. Yeah. He's not fired. We're kicking his ass when this is over. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Something worse than that. All right. Anyway, guys, like, well, hey, man, it's 25, 30 minutes. I'm like, well, first of all, I'm not getting paid. I'm doing this because we 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 want to provide you a con, you know, more content. But serious the other serious answer is we've done like analytic studies on this and the reality is once we get past even levin once you get past 25 20 25 minutes it's like people are, oh, I just have to i i got i don't have time for that why because a lot of people listen to this during a workout routine you know uh on a commute right so unless you're on like the 405 or in manhattan most people don't have commutes more than 25 30 minutes so that's why we have the time frame that we have. Now, some days we'll have longer ones, for example. But for those of you that were asking me about this, or at least just that one guy, that's your answer. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. You can, and, I'm, and I really am not a selfish lover. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. Last name is spelled D-E-A-C-E. If you missed today's TV show, it's a little more optimistic than yesterday's was. Because frankly, I don't think you can get more pessimistic. We nearly ended yesterday's with Chopin's funeral march. Is is literally how we just about walked out of here. But to, no, we had some fun today, and we don't want to give it away. We're debuting a new feature on the show. These are only about a minute apiece, but they are worth your ten dollars a month to CRTV, in and of themselves. Even if you don't like us, you don't think we are worthy when we talk. 
of using that promo code DACE, <clears throat> pardon me, and subscribing. If I'm lying, I'm dying, guys. This new feature we debuted today, people are going to think that in and of itself is worth my ten dollars yeah. a month. Stone yeah. Cold Lock Happy Place. And for subscribers who are coming over here mm-hmm. from um, from CRTV uh, to listen to the free podcast, or are on TV or on CRTV right now listening to this podcast because they're in both locations. Uh, if you listen only to the audio version of the TV show, you're missing out with the, these features. You have to watch. Yeah, them. you you need to see these. It's it's going to be worth your time. It's going to. Help put a smile on that face. It's going to help you do that, right? And in these perilous times, we need reasons to smile. And it's not always at our own expense because it does seem like we are doing a lot of that these days. But no, you're going to want to see this. It, it's among the most uplifting content that you will be exposed to in 2017. Admittedly, though, that's a low bar. All right, let's play a little game we play each week here on a Thursday called Buy, Sell, or Hold. And one more time, promo code DACE. If you want to check out the TV show today and and Michelle Malkin, Mark Levin, Steven Crowder, and the whole team here at CRTV, D-E-A-C-E, for that discounted subscription price. And yes, there is a monthly option, just 10 bucks a month. All right, we play this game each week on a Thursday. It's called Buy, Sell, or Hold. Our producer, Aaron, throws out a series of provocative statements. Todd and I will then decide, are we buying that? Are we selling that? extremely rarely will we say hold because that kind of means you're punking out and the dude code doesn't usually permit that, right? So we say buy, we say sell, and hopefully have at least one good reason why, Aaron. This first one has two parts to it. We'll start with the first part. Trump will not run for a second term. I'm going to buy that. I'm going to buy that. I, I think that the proctology exam of another campaign... And we still have the Mueller probe that is out there. And frankly, I think the fact that it's gone silent yep. is probably bad. Yep. Okay? Um, you go out there and hire some of the best litigators this country has to offer that are leaving seven-figure jobs to do this. And then the leaks stop and it goes dark? I don't think that's good, guys. Just... Like I don't think a bunch of, I don't think a bunch of litigators left seven figure jobs to come back and tell us we got nothing. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the memories. I don't, I don't think so. So we throw that factor in, and then you throw in the proctology exam of another campaign. Um, he can walk away and say, "I got scoreboard. I won. They told me I couldn't win. I won. Have scoreboard forever." Plus, if you notice, you know, we all feel like we're aging in dog years. He's already getting that presidential age thing going. You can already see it. We're in August. And he's 70 to begin with. So I'm buying it. I'm buying that he will not run for re-election. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, um, me too. I, I, can we picture this guy sitting there uh, a couple years from now saying, you know, no, I've got unfinished business today. Look at all, how he's misled or lied to us already about any number of things. At 74, uh, if he still is a 74-year-old man in relatively good health, yes, the presidency ages you, but this is a a different dude. Um, There's still things to be done. There's ways he will want to try to parlay this into the last great chapter in his book, in his empire. 78's a different story. So I agree. Second part, 
And this is sure to really make uh, Todd happy with me. The top three finishers in the GOP primary <laughs> will be, in, in no particular order, Ben Sass, John Kasich, Ted Cruz. In the Iowa, you said? No. no the, mean, you mean the, overall? overall yeah. In the overall. Um, I will sell on that. I, I, think, I, I think it's too early to even begin to forecast that because the conditions, in, if, if we're right about part one, I think the manner in which that occurs is going gonna, is gonna to play a huge role in what the environment is. Let me give you an example. Let's say nothing does come of the Mueller probe or, or, or Mueller's litigators decide that the buck essentially stops with Montefort and Flynn. It's, you know, we, we did this a few weeks ago, right? There's two, there's two paths this goes. The one path is that Russia used Flynn and Montefort as its wedges into the American election. And therefore, they're the top of the food chain. They're the top of the RICO case. So they're the last line. The other path is that the Trumps were so desperate to win that they weren't marks, but active instigators and participants. And in that case, then Don Jr. and Jared Kushner become the the last line on the RICO uh, scheme. And Montefort and Flynn are just beneath them testifying against them. We don't know the answer to that. Because I don't, does anybody believe that the third option, nothing happens, is an option? I don't believe that. But you guys may. Do you think that's an option, Todd? Not anymore. Yes, but not for any tangible or good reason. Okay. It's only because I think the world is turned upside down, okay. and I'm not surprised by anything no, no, I, I don't. I think you, I, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's why I asked. But I don't think there could be any more than those three options, right? It's sure. nothing. Montefort and Flynn are the top dogs on the RICO case, or Jared and Don Jr. are. It's one of those three. Well, can we, will we stipulate to that then? Yeah. Okay. Well, if it's nothing, and he just goes LBJ and looks at his approval ratings and the unrest in the country and realizes... I'm too old for this poop, and walks away, that creates one environment. And that's an environment that probably helps somebody like Mike Pence. If it is an environment where Flynn and Montefort, if it's that path, that creates another environment. If it's Don Jr. and Jared, that creates a whole other environment, and probably the most divisive one within the Republican Party of them all. Because a lot of candidates like Ted Cruz are going to have a hard time figuring out how to differentiate themselves without alienating a massive base of base voters at the same time. And that will not be easy to accomplish. But guys like Kasich and Flake have, have you know, Flake's being thrown out there because Trump's coming after him. I'll say this about Jeff Flake. If he wants to primary Donald Trump, then he, he has to leave his Senate race. I mean, he's the, he, he, has, he has the lowest approval ratings of any sitting senator right now in America. He, he can't lose to Kelly Ward and then primary Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's a Trump stand-up routine punchline just waiting to happen repeatedly. He can't do that. If he wants to primary Trump, fine. Then leave your Senate seat now before you get humiliated in your primary and then do it. Know what I'm saying? You, mm-hmm. you, he can't. He can't lose to Kelly Ward. And that he, that you're you're a. That's not even self awareness is dead. You you're play, this is Dave Chappelle's when keeping it real goes wrong. I mean, you played yourself is what you just did. He's a la, he's a joke. He's he's written his own uh, punchline. Then he's living it out. 
Um, so I, I think it's really impossible. I'm selling because I just think it's impossible to know what the environment would be because we don't know what are the reasons that led ultimately to him not running again as well. Todd, my take anyway. Uh, that's comprehensive. Uh, so I won't repeat anything. And Aaron, you are right. Uh, this makes me have to... Uh, check all of my gag reflexes and thirdly uh i don't accept the premise of the question because i already have purchased my senator judge roy moore ben sass yard signs <laughs> very nice uh second john kelly will last less than six months i'll buy that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, five to one, baby. One in five. No one here gets out alive now. I mean, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, I'm buying that. I mean, the stories that are coming out now about Kelly is intercepting information, vetting what gets to Trump's desk. Trump's, Trump reads all that stuff, guys. Reads it all. And just as he didn't like hearing Bannon won him the election, he ain't going to like hearing John Kelly's his freaking babysitter at the exact same time. All right. And and if this thing in Afghanistan goes south for five minutes, for five minutes, you think Trump's going to stand up there and say the buck stops here? Is that what he does? Hell to the no. Hell to the no. As the great prophet MC Hammer once saying, he's going to turn this mother out. He is going to blame shift like you ain't never seen blame shifting. It'll be the very best blame shifting. You've never seen blame shifting like this before. All right, he's going to stand up there in front of a bunch of American flags and read off a teleprompter. I should have listened to my first instinct and never gone back in there, and I fired all those dumbass generals who convinced me otherwise. That, is that not what he's going to do? Mm-hmm. And he's going to tweet something about Arby Leaguerd, chief of staff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm selling that. You're buying it. I mean, I'm, I'm buying yeah, that, yes. Because oh, it was the affirmative statement, not negative. It's yes, just yes, a matter of I'm time. I'm buying it. Yes. He's going to be, like, actively seeking to re-enlist. Like, is there some shrapnel I could be taking somewhere overseas? Because heavy fire from the enemy is way better than this gig. Trump will sign into law some sort of tax reform legislation before the end of the year. So, so I, I don't think they'll accomplish anything. I know I've been saying that for months. And I keep going back to what I keep I've said all, the whole time when, when first you guys you first you did too and then you eventually came around to my line of thinking Kim held firm the entire time on the Friday roundtable what did I say all year long they would not pass any form of health care reform did I not say that all year long said tax reform uh, no I know but this is leading oh, to tax okay. reform did I not say yeah. that now. The reason I'm resetting this is because I've been wrong a lot in the last year and a half. So when I'm getting it right, I, my my fragile male ego needs to note that. Owning it like a mother. <laughs> That's right. We're going to turn this mother out. All right. I got that one right. I got that one. I know this. I know this one. Oh, me, 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 me. Okay. So along the lines of the point I, I made all year long about why I didn't think they could do health care reform. So you mean to tell me they can't get rid of legislation that 11% of Americans in a USA Today poll... All right, a USA Today poll, 11% of Americans wanted to keep it as it is, and they can't repeal it. But yet they're going to do, quote-unquote, tax cuts for the rich. Really? Not going to have all the same issues with all the same people and all the same fakes that we all had just before? I am not buying that. I, I want to be wrong, by the way. I'd like more of my money back. How about you, Todd? Would you like more? 
Absolutely. So I want to be wrong about this every bit as much as I wanted to be wrong about they weren't going to come up with an Obamacare repeal. I want to be wrong about this. I just think this issue is tougher than Obamacare. Tougher. Because it's much easier for the Democrat, Democrats to demagogue this. They have a playbook down that a lot of America buys into. A lot of America does. The reason the playbook on Obamacare didn't work is because eventually America got their health insurance premium bills. <laughs> all right? And so you can give me all the propaganda you want. That smiling president, who I think is a really cool guy and a great American success story, sounded great promising me I could keep my current plan. But when Aetna and Blue Cross and Principal and Integra start sending me notes and saying, uh, you can't keep your plan. Well, you know, I, I can't lie to myself when the damn envelope's in my hand. You know what I mean? When, the, when this letter's in my hand, I can't lie to myself then. All right, so if they couldn't do it on that issue, where the American people were buying the Republicans' talking points and propaganda, how the hell are they going to do tax reform when the, most of the American people, frankly, buy the Democrats' talking points and propaganda? I don't see it, but I hope they prove me wrong. I want to be wrong. I'd like to get more of my money back. I am going to agree in total with you. I am selling, and I will sum up everything you just said with another great Steve Dacism from the radio show from a while back. No. (laughs) Uh, McGregor beats Mayweather. I don't know enough about... I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm edging towards buying now. Again, for not good... I... I... The man is 40 years old. Is Mayweather, Mayweather. the one that beats women? Who's the boxing yeah, champion? Yep. Yeah. All right, then I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for McGregor then. Grew up with a, I grew up with a woman beater. Have no time for it. Tolerance for it on any level whatsoever. Plus, I just saw a really cute picture of Conor McGregor's kid decked out in like a, a pimp suit and sunglasses, and he's like two. It was just flat-eyed adorable, so um, I'll go with McGregor just on emotion. It, it shouldn't. If it goes past three or four rounds, th- there's no way McGregor can last in a long boxing match. He's one of the greatest uh, actual boxers of all time, but he doesn't knock anybody out. If McGregor can just beat the tar out of him early on, I, I don't know. I, and I don't, I, I don't watch MAA. I've never seen a Floyd, May, May, Floyd Mayweather fight. I'm just listening to what everybody's talking about. But I, I'm start, I, this thing was just a, an aside to me before. But I don't know. Maybe I just haven't watched a good fight in a while, and I want to see it. Tell me why this isn't Thunder Lips versus Rocky Balboa. If you get the reference. I do. Okay. Cause, and I'm asking Todd because you sound like you were all smart. I'm like, oh, and you're like, but I don't watch any of this and don't know anything. So, I mean, I, I, I thought that was an interesting pivot against yourself. But why isn't this Thunderlips versus Rocky Balboa? Well, my whole my whole knowledge base of this is like your version of how you like watch like 15 minutes a show because you fast forward through everything. Right. And then you okay, say you know you. all about it. So yeah. I, 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 I okay. I'm sitting I'm sitting at the feet of the master on that thing, sort of thing. You're, you're, you're just giving us the cliff notes. I get you. But these I mean, you know, I, MMA, these dudes are bad Dudes, I mean, the, Floyd Mayweather is undeniably dealing with something he has not dealt with before. I mean, he is. This is the closest thing to uh, Mike Tyson. I bet he's ever faced. I mean, just a flat-out cockfight. You know, there's not a lot of boxers even back in the day when boxing was big that were like Mike Tyson. I mean, just the raw ferocity that would take care of that thing in the first round. I just think there's a shot that that happens early. 
LeBron James retires, surprisingly, after next season? Uh, I'm going to sell. I don't even think that's even... I don't think even think that's debatable. Agreed. I think I thought your question was going to be retires as a Cleveland Cavalier. Now I think that's debatable. I, there's, you know, I don't think he does that he, unless he comes back a third time because he's gone home. He's done something that's just darn near impossible. One, going home again at all. Two, winning a championship in Cleveland. All right, he he accomplished it all. You know, so um, especially if you know he's been talking a lot in response to Trump. He's always kind of been he was he was actively for Hillary in this last election, but up until that moment, he's kind of been sort of the had the Michael Jordan mindset of Republicans buy sneakers too. Remember when Jordan said that back yeah. in the day about why he didn't get political? But now that he's openly talking about getting more out there and speaking out on issues and in, in in response to what he whatever he thinks the Trump era represents, I could see a team that has a built-in well, Stevie's LeBron James and get media anytime he wants. There's a lot of truth to that. But the amplification of that happens a lot faster in places like L.A., New York, than it does in Cleveland. Does, does, yeah. does that make sense? Meaning that the news travels faster. It gets amplified bigger. Like, the Yankees and Red Sox are always going to get coverage. It's the greatest rivalry in baseball, arguably the greatest rivalry in professional sports. Throw in the fact ESPN's located in Bristol, Connecticut... And a lot of their people that started the network and have worked there over the years are Syracuse grads or people that lived on the East Coast. And so this was the so it was good. At, no matter it didn't matter if they hired a bunch of guys that grew up in in, in Seattle. Uh, they grew up in uh, you know Portland, Oregon. The Yankees and Red Sox were always going to lead off Sports Center, but it gets amplified when there's a local stake in it from the talent that is doing the reporting and the covering and determining how many minutes that story gets. Same thing goes here. LeBron's getting coverage no matter where he goes, no matter what he says. But if you want maximum amplification, if you really want to get into the thought realm, which he's indicating he he, does, he wants to, you're going to be able to do that more potently in places like L.A. and New York than you are in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah totally agree. I, I do think that unless he's got a hankering to get back to the beach. Uh, uh, New York, reviving that franchise seems to be more enticing than returning the Lakers to glory. That, they, they were just there not that long ago. Uh, but it's been a really long time for the New York Knicks. That to be the final feather in the cap, and if you could do something, I mean, it doesn't take that much. Look at the the Heat; we're not a great team, and all of a sudden he co- he goes down there. Bosch decides to go along, and there you have that uh, mini dynasty for a while. I don't know what the free agency look of the terrain is, and I'm not a big NBA guy. Uh, by the time when he gets to make that decision, but I my bet is that he ends up in New York. The Cleveland Browns have the best chance to win their division of the past five years. Well, Not saying bye. they will, but they have the best chance. They've been awful, so yeah, I mean, bye. They're not going to do it. I mean, they went from 0% to 1%. Well, their quarterback may be a guy that the Houston Texans couldn't get rid of fast enough. And a guy that went from starting the year being talked about as the number one overall pick in the NFL draft to going in the second round, whose team went four and eight, and I, and that's just where it starts, guys, in the NFL, just where it starts. You're not getting to the Super Bowl with Jake Delhomme and Trent Dilfer anymore. Uh, there's just 
It's just too wide open of a league. If you don't have a quarterback that can make that can that can push the ball down the field, you know this is this is it, it used to be an inside out league. It used to be a line of scrimmage league. And so if you had really good quarterbacks that weren't game changers, but the quote unquote game manager game managers like Trent Dilfer or Jake Delhomme, you could get to a Super Bowl. I don't think you can do that now. I, I think. The rules are so wide open, and it's why the Packers can be mediocre at five, six position groups, but uh, they got uh, what's-his-face sitting back there under center. And since most, most NFL games are decided by a touchdown or less, who do you trust best to make that play at the end of the game, Aaron Rodgers or the field? Answer, Aaron Rodgers. That's why they win so many games, despite having overall an above-average at best roster. Um, so when that's where your quarterback position starts – um, I'm selling. I, I don't think the chances have changed at all. I don't. They got to find themselves a franchise quarterback. I think they made the, if their plan was to go to tank this year too, to get Sam Darnold next year, then I'm fine with how they handled the draft. I think they actually did very well. But if they weren't knowingly doing that, then they came out of the draft again with no one that is really ready to be a franchise quarterback when they had all those draft picks to maneuver to get one of those kinds of guys. And I guess we won't really know the answer to that until we get to next April's NFL draft, right? When they have a lot of the picks again and they, even if they don't have the number one pick, they could maneuver their way up there to get that guy if they wanted to. But until they get a franchise quarterback, I mean, the other three quarterbacks in that division, you have a multiple Super Bowl winning quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger. You have a Super Bowl winning quarterback right now who's banged up right now uh, for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, and Joe Flacco, and then you have Andy Dalton, who has, up until last year, perennially put his team in the playoffs. They just haven't been able to win it, once they're there. What what you just listed, though, is exactly the reason why I think the Browns probably have their best shot, because Ben Roethlisberger is getting old. And he's banged up. And he's banged up. Yeah, and, and Same thing about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco's banged he's, up. Yeah. yeah, he's won a Super Bowl, uh, but ever since he won the Super Bowl, he's not been lighting it up anymore. And Andy Dalton and the Bengals... Yeah, they're they're probably uh, of those three. I think they probably have the best chance of having a breakout year, in my opinion. Okay, yeah, that's good analysis too. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, and I that on top of the fact that the perfect storm, those teams uh, all beat each other up, and it ends up being one of those teams uh, that's eight and eight, wins a division and gets into the playoffs. All right, last one. The newly announced Han Solo film will be the first Star Wars flop compared to the other Star Wars movies at the box office. Sell. Well, define flop. Can we define flop? Yeah, uh, flop as in um, doing no better than a third of the average take at the box office adjusted for inflation that was probably the most complicated definition less I've than 200 ever. million yeah sure. okay yeah. domestic i will sell I'll, I'll sell i i think the brand is bulletproof man if the brand can survive jar jar freaking banks bro mannequin skywalker and hayden christensen who was the the world's first ever millennial snowflake all right now if it can survive that then now you're telling me we got Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, and Ron Howard and Chewbacca. And most people aren't fanboys. Most people don't read the stuff that we read. And remember, for Rogue, for, for Rogue One that we all think is a great movie, go watch the trailers of Rogue One again and then watch Rogue One. You know what you don't see? A lot of those scenes in the trailers. Because mm-hmm. they almost they did an overhaul of that movie in reshoots too. And like we've talked about before, that Darth Vader scene was brought in by the second unit directors like, you know, we should do something like that. 
That wasn't actually in the original movie. That's, that's the scene stealer most moment of the film right there is that 90 seconds. You know, so I, I think the franchise is bulletproof. I think the only thing they can do to hurt themselves is overexposure. And even then, I'm not sure that it matters, Todd. I agree, but uh, as concerned as I am about that film, I'm way more concerned about The Last Jedi. I know you are. As all should be. I mean, this that thing could just end up turning what this whole thing has been and meant to our generation. I mean, you talked about millennial snowflakeism. This could be the thing on steroids that people were worried about that the Avatar movie was. And never real. I mean, whether you like them, really like them, whatever. They, yeah, there was environmental appreciation for nature and all that stuff. But, you know, it was, on balance, it was just, you know, a movie that had been done before. It was a good. This thing, if they turn Star Wars, you know, and if you crush the Jedi and basically that they were some version of the, the bad guys all along... Uh, I mean, I like twists and if you, turns. If you Marxist agate prop them, is oh, what you're saying. Yeah. Like what they're doing in Marvel Comics right now with Captain America as the leader of Hydra. Yeah, and you know like way that. more about that. And yeah. listen, I've liked... I, I didn't have a problem with... Um, and the movie you love, so you didn't, with uh, the Winter... Uh, no, uh, yeah, the Winter... Winter uh, Soldier. But uh, yeah, Are you talking about he, Civil War? Yeah, but where Hydra basically had taken over S.H.I.E.L.D. all along. Oh, I yeah. mean, I thought that was a yep. really cool story device. Yep. But if they... If they turn the Jedi into the problem all along or something, I I just think it's people are going to walk out of there screaming bloody murder. Don't give me your postmodern sacrilege. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? I mean, tell, you're a little worried about it, aren't you? Um, A little bit. A little. I'm a little worried. I mean, when I when a big lib like Mark Hamill comes out and says, I, originally I wasn't really sold on where they were taking the character, I'm a little worried. Yeah, I'm not not as worried as you are. I'll tell you what I what I'm worried about the DC Cinematic Universe right now, and the reason why I'm worried is it's like the Trump White House, man. Too many leaks. We've had five different stories this week on is the new Batman movie in the in in the same universe as Batman versus Superman. They're going to do a solo Joker movie on his origin. Then they're going to do a spinoff on Harley Quinn and the Joker. Then they're going to do Suicide Squad 2. All these conflicting reports and leaks. They need somebody better go all Kevin Feige at the DC Cinematic Universe and say no one speaks except me to the media. I'm the one that announces what we're doing. No one else talks. Is there a okay? Marvel spy within DC? I don't know, man. You know, my longstanding theory is that there is a coordinated plot online of Marvel fanboys who do nothing but just downplay the DC Cinematic Universe out of pure spite and haterade. That's my, that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it. Is that it? That's it. All right, that's it for the podcast then, too. Don't forget promo code DACE to check out today's television show with the debut of a new segment you do not want to miss. That's D-E-A-C-E. Back at it again tomorrow. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. I like it, you. 